And I'm Alexi, aka Apollo Black. And this is Consumed by the TV, a podcast where you come to see bre- breakdowns, analysis of TVs, movies, uh, and all fandoms, including pop culture, uh, and more. And on today's episodes, we are going to break down episodes nine and ten, titled "Debate 109," and drumroll, please. Environmental science. And again, if you're staying tuned with us or if you're tuning in, yeah, if you're tuning in, we are watching Community, created by Dan Hammer and also the creator of Rick and Morty, Hammerntown, and more. So much more. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. So it starts off in the bedroom. We got Pierce trying to make a joke, and he's not landing the joke at all. He keeps getting it confused. It starts off in the middle of the joke, too. When it starts, he starts his joke in the middle. So you never catch on to what his joke actually is. And that's because Britta has officially decided to quit smoking cigarettes. The team makes an announcement about the debate team. Britta goes off on Pierce because he's trying to restart the joke because the announcement interrupted him. And she's like, I will strangle you with a three-ring binder. Three-ring binder. Oh, that's a mouthful. (laughs) And then uh, we cut to Jeff, and Jeff is telling her that it's a better idea if she gets back to smoking cigarettes because it's uh, more calming for her, and she's a better person for it. And everyone agrees. Literally everyone. So then now we get a... She's like, I got to do it this time. So then we get a shot of Pierce, of course, because he's always wanted to be involved in something. He's like, I can help you how to, to teach you how to quit. I know a perfect uh, hypnotherapist that could help you. And Joe's like, 10 to 1, it's Pierce. And it's like, me, Pierce Hawthorne. And then she just feels bad for yelling at him. So she's like, I'll take you up on that deal. That's how uh, low I am right now. But she admits that she's not that low. She's just She feels bad for yelling at him. So she'll take the offer. Then we have Troy walking into the study room, freaked out, asking if anyone's seen Abed's student films. And this is where we get, and this is where we get into our first Easter almost breakdown, mixed reality of the future meta of Abed. So the only difference between what's going on in the in community room and Abed's student film is Shirley and Amy are sitting in the wrong spots. They flip. Yeah. Everyone else is in the correct spot. Yep. I believe, right? Yep, everybody else is in the correct spots. And then they're all freaking out because like we had that conversation last week, but Abed posted it two weeks ago. So what's going on is Abed posted a video to his film class, to his film website, and it's basically uh, rundowns of all his friends in the study group. So it's like uh, Jeff being... Um, uh, Ego in vain, Shirley and Annie being uh, manipulative or uh, uppy, Troy being sad and down because he cries really easy, um, and Pierce being an old man who gets in the way, and that's what the recording is, and as they're talking about it, they're like, yo, like Jose said, we had this conversation last week, but Troy says, Abed posted it two weeks ago, and we're just now seeing this, so now they're all creeped out because they're like, wait, how can he, like, how is he posted two weeks ago? And we just had this conversation last week, the exact conversation. 
then we get uh, the next scene is where basically Annie, the dean, and oh, what's Professor Whitmore. I I want to say Whitmore, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Uh, Accounting teacher that's on that season the day approached Jeff asking for him to get the debate team. He says no multiple times until the dean's like, What's it gonna take? And then he's like, I'll take the free parking pass. As long as you don't tell me what else you're thinking about. Oh, yeah. Because the dean was like, You know, some alone time, some special guest time, maybe. And she, he's like, I'll just take the sparking, the parking space as long as you don't tell me what else you're, you're thinking about right now. And so now Jeff joins the debate team. So now he has to team up with Annie, who's uh, the main partner of the debate team. He has to figure out the topic of the debate. And then we cut to Britta and Pierce, who Pierce is doing hip, trying to perform hypnotherapy on her. And Britta's like not very believing in it. So she's like, what are you going to do? Put a watch in front of me and tell me to count to sleep and uh, count to 10 until my eyes get heavy? That's what Pierce was gonna do until she made that comment. Then she closes her eyes. And Pierce basically just talks a bunch of BS. Yeah, he basically just goes around saying that, like, listen to my voice. The more you listen to my voice, the deeper to sleep you'll come. The only words that will get you out of your sleep is gorilla. Um, and then he falls into a bunch of instruments and breaks his ankle or breaks his leg. Yeah. And like but she's not helping because she wants him to believe that he put her under. He's like, through that help, up curse my like, what was it? Um, genius ladies of hypnotism. Yeah, cur- curse my genius talents uh, for putting you under so deep. Yes. And then she goes to, and then they get to the study room, and uh, Jeff's like, "How'd the class go? Good, good, good. We're almost done." And he's like, "Really?" She's like, "Yeah, in one more class." And he's like, "So how was the class?" And she's like, "Uh, he fell down and screamed in agony and pain while I pretended to be asleep." Because he posted another one. And he's like, I know what you're gonna say, you watch my movies. And then he starts mocking them, saying, like, I know what you're gonna do. And he, they're like, what? And then he's like, I can tell you but I mean I, I watch people's behaviors, like I'm a person of characteristics. And then he's like, Surely you're I know you're conveying a nice and she goes, Oh, that's nice. And he says it at the same time she says it. And then he goes, But I also know you're ill-mented and short-tempered, and she goes, Oh, that's but you better watch it, boy. And he says it at the same time. And then he starts talking about how everybody's what? And he knows like he knows the general idea of what's gonna happen. Because they more or less always do the same thing. Basically saying, like, yeah, Abed's basically saying that they're all really predictable. He can read them so well. He can read them like a book, and then he looks at Shannon the next film he worked on. Which is Pierce breaking his leg. Yeah, so he filmed a scenario where Pierce, he's like, I'm working on a scenario where Pierce breaks his leg. And as he's showing them the video of Pierce breaking his leg, which he pre recorded already, Pierce walks in with the cast on his leg, which is broken, which happened the day before as he was helping Britta in hypnotherapy. So then Pierce is like, hey, Jeff, you think your shirt's trying to get out of your pants because he's wearing a shirt, a plaited shirt that matches the same exact plaited socks he's wearing, too. Um, and then we start the debate. The debate. It starts out with Amy talking. I missed what she said. I'm sorry, y'all. She said, I think she said man is good, and then she smacks her fist down, but she's so, like, 
preppy and posh and uptight. Say again. Yeah. Uh, Greendale's doing Man is Bad, the debate, while City College is doing Man is Good, the debate. He's also, but he also has the pity. The, he also has the pity factor on his side. He's in a wheelchair. That's why everybody everybody listens to him. And then Jeff comes on, and Jeff's like, "Oh, I can do this easy. I used to be a lawyer." And he's like, "We can all talk about words, but what are we really here to listen to?" And then he starts singing. Evil woman. Oh yeah, he tells the judge how pretty she is, but nobody noticed it, and that if she wouldn't have said nothing, or if he would have never brought it up, nobody have told her she was pretty to begin with. So he's like, man's evil, see? Yeah. Um, what's the song he sings, man? He sings Evil Woman. Hey, let me know. I was like, it's something with evil. Yeah, he sings Evil Woman. Yesterday. Look, I just watched it yesterday. And while he sings that, it's funny because he has both sides cheering for him and singing along with him. And then we find out at the end of the debate, he only gets, their team only gets eight points. And he gets scored zero because it's not American Idol. Yes, Seacrest, which is a joke because him and Ryan Seacrest have similarities, I guess. They're, they have similarities. They look alike. And then, but the thing is, Joe McHale is famous for being more prettier than Ryan Seacrest and also being more taller than Ryan Seacrest. Yes. So if you know who Joe McHale is and you know who Ryan Seacrest is, then you'll know what we're talking about. If you don't know, Ryan Seacrest used to be the host of American Idol and and a show on E. I don't, I don't know if he's still the host or not. I'm not 100% sure. I don't watch the new American Idols. I stopped watching like 10 years ago. I stopped watching for And then Joe McHale was an actor and a comedian and he was also a comedian and a producer. Like he has his own stand-up, but now he is a, his, his show is community, but he also has his own show on E called The Soup. Let's see. I'm very curious. Is Ryan Seacrest? I feel like Ryan Seacrest is still hosting America. I mean, if he's still hosting, then like, good to him. Like, power to him. That's great. It's been going on for almost 20 years. I know. Fox had his whole good American idol, and then ABC picked him up literally. And then changed it completely, too. It's so weird. It's so different. But yeah. I guess it works because people are still watching it. But to me, it's more of a reality TV show now than it is like a, 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 yeah. a judging show for singing. We're just going to be American Idol real quick. Ran from June 11th, 2002 to April 7th, 2016. The revival series on ABC um, premiered March 11th, 2018, and it's still going on. Witness, yeah, Ryan Seacrest is still on it. Oh, wow. Ryan Seacrest still holding down that job. That's one thing Joe McHale won't get. Like April of 2019, he was sick. Bobby Bones sub for Seacrest. Okay. That's pretty much it. Okay. So his first sick day. Let's get back on topic to community. Let's, uh, so no sleep ends because the basketball team reserved the court and the dean said no. And he's like, let's reconvene until tomorrow. 
and then hopefully this gives Annie and Jeff more time to actually be, be prepared. Yep. And then he mentions iCarly too. Jeff, Jeff mentions iCarly when he's talking to Andy after the debate. He's, uh, uh, Andy's like, you need to get more serious. Like, you need to be more focused on this. And he goes, oh, I'll be more focused on this. Who am I, iCarly? So then we got the guy in the wheelchair who comes up to Winger and uh, he makes fun of Jeffrey. He starts singing the same song, but making it like Jeffrey was a big shot lawyer and now he's a big shot loser and uh, that he can't get points in the bait. And he chose to sing instead of talking like a lawyer. Yes. Would and you never see the other debate person go up and debate. His partner? We never see his partner talk ever. And then he calls Annie out saying, uh, I understand why he didn't get any points, but you're on the debate team. You're the leader. What, what's your reason for getting eight points? And so they made fun of her. They made fun of her. Annie was addicted to Adderall in high school. So majorly addicted. She had to go to rehab for it. She had a breakdown. Uh, and then we get Shirley who confronts Abed again because something happened. He saw she saw something that happened between I think Britta and Pierce. Or she no, she saw she saw Troy cry. Britta made Troy cry. Yeah. And so she walks up to Pierce and takes the newspaper away from him and she's like, What do you need this for? You're 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 you see the future. And he's like, I can't see the future. Let me show you something I'm working on now. He opens up his computer, he shows her movies that he recorded already. And Britta calling Pierce a Jess. Yep. And then she calls him a fool and says, like, this is never gonna happen. Like, Pierce being called a genius, a werewolf coming after me, and Annie and Jeff kissing? Yeah, never gonna happen. And then we got to Jeff and Annie in the study room. Preparing for tomorrow's debate. Just like I have a pain in my eyebrow. And he's like, it's a stress headache. I got my first one when I was four. So that, if you didn't know who Andy was, that should give you a clear answer. Yep. She's of a type. And then Jeff calls her out for that. Jeff calls her out for that. He's like, if we're going to do this debate and I need to focus more, then you need to stop being uptight. And he like smacks his hand. He's like, what's this? You need to loosen up more. Yeah, so basically, like, she loosens up, he gets a little bit more tight to focus, and... She gets loosey-goosey, if you know what I mean. She lets her hand out, she usually has open a clip. And push back like a third grader. Yeah, and then she has, um, she takes off her little crappy sweater she has tied around her. And this is funny, because... And Shirley comes in. Continue, continue. Saying, like, be careful. I don't think you two are gonna kiss. Yeah, and then as we're doing this, uh, she's as she's getting loose, and like how Jose's at, she takes off her sweater, but what nobody notices, her sweater was covering her cleavage because she's wearing a deep BT. So then she takes off her sweater and gets real close to Jeff and bends over to like explain something to him in the debate. 
and he's like, oh, damn. Like, in his head, he's like, oh, damn. And they get too close at the sexual tension starts building between them. And this is the first time we actually see the sexual tension between Jeff and Annie. And then she's just, she's like, we should study separate so we can procreate. I mean, pre-create. <laughs> Sexualize her boobs a lot. A lot. A lot. Like, there's a monkey dedicated to Annie's boobs. There's an episode of Paintball, a scene dedicated to Annie's boobs running down the hallway. Like, they sexualize Annie Addison so, like, so bad. Was basically near like late twenties, early thirties around that time. Yep. But is eighteen, nineteen. Yep. Give or take. And they sexualized her so much, like Dan. You know, Dan Hammer was behind that. Oh yeah. Well, all right. That up on top. You know, you know what I noticed that I noticed that I didn't talk to you the other day, and it's a crossover from Modern Family to Community. Um, the guy who plays. If you remember the episode, and it's in season six, but he shows up twice as two different characters. The guy at the end of season six, when they do the big hand episode, yes. the guy in that episode is also Phil Dumphy's best friend in Modern Family. Who? Frankie? Oh yeah, I saw that. I saw that. I, I looked up the cast of uh, Modern Family the other day, and I'm like, Frankie's in season four. It's just like I remember the actors that plays Frankie. She's in Criminal Minds, Emily Prentice, Paget uh, or Paget. What's her name? Um, I, I don't know how to say the last name. I'm a fucking by the way. But you know who else is in Modern Family? That they're also in in Modern Family. Professor Hickey. Professor Hickey's in like season six, I think, of Modern Family. Dang. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, Professor Hickey, the criminal law. They they used a, they used a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, they're good. They're they're great. I mean, like like I said, Frankie has her ups and downs, but Frankie was a great character to add. And I, I and, and Professor Hickey, I should they should have kept him. So I just have the actress. Yeah. Like, she's literally back on her phone. Yeah, she's amazing. She's amazing. Um, and then we get back to the topic of the debate. Yes. Um, they're going back and forth. It is a rager. They're burning back and forth. Simmons is making points. Annie's making points. Jeff is getting all the points that he missed in the last episode. Um, they're scoring points, and then he tells Annie that they're like a perfect duet. He was about to say a perfect sex couple, but then he gets cut off by Mr. Uh, Whitmore. Whitman. Whitman. And then, um, right. and then he's like so Jeff. It's like what I can't lose, basically. Like you see on his face. Yep. So he basically like tosses his cards. Turns around in his wheelchair and just starts playing forward. 
And like everyone's like, what's he doing? What's he doing? And Abed says, it's a bit. Yeah. And everyone's just watching him. It's like slow motion. It's like. It's like a slow motion. Uh, like a yeah, like an action sequence. Yeah. Yeah. And so he like drives his wheelchair. He just like lunges out of his wheelchair. He lunges. Yeah, lunges in a way, which is like, how did he? How? Which is funny because the way he's doing it in the show is he's in his wheelchair and he pushes his wheelchair back to the edge. And then he drives his wheelchair in so-called, like, he pushes the gear all the way up. So he's supposedly going, like, at full speed, which, in retrospect, a full-speed wheelchair electronic is, like, 10 miles, maybe at 5 miles the most. So, like, he's pushing it as fast as he can. And then as soon as he gets to midway of the stage, he hits the brake on it. And, he like, his body lunges from the wheelchair into Jeff's arms. And then he's like, he hits me, but he caught me. Man is good, and everyone freaks out. Everybody gets quiet. So she goes and kisses Jeff. As she kisses Jeff, he drops. He drops Simmons, and she's like, "Man was horny, so he dropped him." Man is evil. Evil. But then this is where we get the first future sight again, because she, like Albert predicted, Annie ended up kissing Jeff, so they kissed. And she's almost smoking a cigarette and she stops. And she looks she at the cigarette in disgust. I can't think about smoking a cigarette. And I'm thinking about like your hot tub and you would like uh, see the threesome. Uh, you and your hot tub in a threesome. Seeing the skipper through and Peter's figured out that um she was thinking it and like calling her out on it basically. And started saying that if she ever wanted to smoke a cigarette again, she would go to somebody's, an old man's hot tub that she knew and bring a perky, busted best friend to join them. And uh, and so that's what she thinks of. And then as soon as she started to light the cigarette, that's exactly what she thought of. A hot tub with Pierce and a, a, a friend that's bustier than her. And then they're leaving, they're leaving the gymnasium. And I was just standing there, and like everything he said in this film is coming true. He's just got like this. What the fuck? Yeah, like. It's like this really gonna be happening. Yes, yeah, because like his what the fuck face, but it, the way his what the fuck face is happening is everybody's walking past him, and like Britta walks past him and goes, Pierce, you're a genius. And then the, the bait team comes out and was like, oh, let's go celebrate. It's a full moon tonight. And he's like, Shirley. Yep, got Shirley. And then we get the. Scene, which is Abed's like version of himself and Troy that he's been filming. Yep. With doing the Donda as the lovely video. So they're doing they're doing the episode two ending in this episode as a recap. So Abed is filming, he's a director, and he has two stand-ins, which are actual doppelgangers of Troy and Abed. And Troy and Abed are sitting behind the camera recording these two guys, and they want him to do the Spanish rap. And as they're doing the Spanish rap, Troy's like, do you like this? Do you like doing what you're doing? Do you like your job? Have fun with it. And Troy's not having it because the the, the, the guy who's playing him is not rapping good. At all. Well, that basically ends the scene, and that ends episode nine, the debate episode, which is titled Debate 109. Wow. I just got that. 
Yeah, season one, episode nine, debate one hundred nine. They also, but they do that in the future too. In season three, uh, when Abed and Troy get their apartment, um, it's episode three hundred three, but it's actually episode three hundred four, and they had to they had to reschedule a, an episode, so they had a they had to push it back one week. So when the episode actually came out in the beginning of the episode, you hear Annie asking Britta. Is it 303 or 304? And she goes, it's 303. I wrote it down. And they show you the door and it says 303 on it. And it's actually season three, episode four, 303. And I was like, yo, that is a great Easter egg joke. Like behind the scenes. I was like, yo, Dan Hammond has jokes. Yo, season three is like peak in the movie. That's when it was on top. Yeah, it was it's, it's so good though. Like that. Yes. Alrighty then, and that ends the first session of the first half of Consumed by TV, the podcast. Give us one second to wrap up and get everything situated and we'll start the second half. Thank you very much, guys. Alright, it's processing right now. Go. And we're back. We're about to dive into episode 10 of season one of Community entitled Environmental Science. I'll give you a breakdown. I feel like I should read the description like we should have been doing for the first nine. Oh, me, yeah. So episode 10. I mean, not all the time. <laughs> episode 10 is Environmental Science. The description is faced with an unreasonable amount of Spanish homework, Jeff's efforts to handle Sue Chang manages to help him but not the rest of the class which is classic jeff so let's get into it let's start episode 10. so this time it starts in the cafeteria some music and his microphone telling everyone that it's oh pierce sorry i'll get distracted and he's been still saying how they're gonna be like a air friendly college for a week. And he's like, we're trying to learn anything from to invite people. And that's when Star Wars is like, we're already called Greenville. Is he doing it for Green Week? Uh-huh. And people seem to work just common. Very usual. And then that's when he's like, there, that's when the dean announces that there's gonna be a big band at the dance because of course there's a dance. There's always a dance at community. Called Green Day. Arms a dance. I think later on, it's like if you attend the, the it, last dance of the season, you get, you get a free t-shirt. That says, uh, attended all five dances. But if you really count it, there's more than five dances. Well, the faculty room doesn't count. No, but they, when, it, when, you, when they do dances, they have the... The dance between Britta and the, the the dean. Then they have the tranny formal. Then they have the going away one. Then they have the um, then they have the the dance off slash um, pop bottle off contest. Then they have then they have the mocking Jay episode, which has dancing in it too. And they're all competitions. They're all competitions, so it counts. 
because you win something, and that's six dances so far. Say again. Season two, right? Yeah, Pop and Lock is season two. Okay. But that's what I'm saying. Like he, he, nobody ever gets a T-shirt except for the dean. He's the one that shows you the shirt. But there's more than five dances. Because I mean, at this rate, everyone they all go to the dance, like which is wild. Because it's like they always say, like, "Show me, I got kids," but she's always at these events. Yep, always at the event. Never misses an event ever. Annie working, however, like even when you see Tyler Alvin and Troy and Annie, all the 49 apartment, you never see them out of job. Well, we know Annie affords money by recycling and doing odd jobs. We learned that. Shirley gets alimony and child support. Uh, Troy is lives at home until he moves until he moves in with Abed. There, I don't know what he does. Um, Abed gets money from his parents, but at one point there is an issue where he has no money at all. How does he pay for things? Because that episode that brings up the episode with um, the double gangers he hires, the, the the celebrity fake offs, and like they have to figure out how to pay his debt. Like, how does where does he get his money? The only one that actually works there is Jeff and Shirley, because Pierce is a millionaire. No, but Jeff Jeff did say in one episode that he has enough savings to do a lot of things. We don't know what he does as a job, but I think if you really look into it, he was giving like advice to people during like every other episode. He was giving advice, so I'm pretty sure he stayed as like a, 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 a not an accountant. Um, what is it? Uh, what? A consultant, yeah. Because uh, especially when they bring in his best friend, they use him as a consultant in most of those episodes too. So Jeff is getting money from somewhere. But of course we get to the- He has enough money to do a lot of things. Why was he homeless in his car? Oh yeah, and I'm pretty sure it's because he ran out. He probably ran out through his savings. But isn't that in season one too? Isn't that homeless one in season one or is that season two? Season one, yeah. So, so in season one, you learn very early that he's living out of his car, and he doesn't have money. But then, how does he get back? We know he goes to a hotel afterwards and looks for an apartment. How does he pay for that apartment? Do we not see the apartment until season four? We don't see. Yeah. No, season four when we Jeff Jeff's apartment is season four, I think when when we get introduced to um, Professor Cornwallis. And the dean, when they, yeah, walking in the hallway. Please tell me you're renting this place or loaning this place out or house sitting. No, I bought this. Which how did the dean buy it? Well, the dean has a lot of money. He's the dean. He just moved out and was like, I know where Jeffrey lives. I'm going to go move in right next to Jeffrey. Well, that's kind of how he used to always spend his season and he's like, he's bad with money too. Yep. Then he just buys everything. Uh huh. Yeah, but he we, uses the school money. Huh? He, yeah, he uses the school money when he buys everything. He uses the school money to buy all the shit. Mm-hmm. He uses the school money to buy wherever he lives. 
He he uses school money for everything, and that's what that's one thing we had to point out. The dean never spends his own money. He spends the school's money. And then, in the final season, there's a character named Frankie. Frankie was like, I gotta, I gotta lock the accounts. Because now she's in charge of... All the money. basically the dean's boss. Yeah, she's basically, even though the dean's the boss, he's, she's the boss. But then we get to the episode, uh, episode 10. And we're start in Chang's room, and they're taking a test. And after the after the cafeteria, where the dean makes the mistake of uh, going in Byerdale, they're in a test. Um, he tells everybody to stop taking the test. The test is over, and Annie continues to continue the test, still writing, still being stuck up, uh, pretending not to hear Professor Chang. Um, everybody stops, puts their hands up, and he gets up and he's like, and drags Annie by the desk out the room and closes the door in her face, and. The only reason we find out later is because Chang is upset. We don't find out right now. Chang is just shaking out his anger on Annie. But we find that Chang is upset, and you'll find out why in a little bit. So he drags her out of the classroom, slams the door, and then the rest of the class is like, what are we going to do now? And then Annie stands in a one-page dresser, then a two-page dresser gets pierced out. And then six pages because of Sherman and then says something that's what makes it 20 pages britta says britta says guys stop mr chang continue we respect you and want to listen to you and then 20 pages on the concept of ass kissing and then we cut to anything outside the window question mark and it's due monday this monday outside in the window in the bushes Right, and this is another thing. You could have stood by the door and listened to what he was saying. How the hell did she make it all the way outside in time for the conversation in order to record exactly what he's saying from the beginning? One page, two page, five page, 20 page, and then Monday? There's no way. I'm sorry. Because even later in the future episode when they introduced the Ass Crack Bandit, Annie's like, I made it from this place to this place, but he was like 10 seconds faster than me. And she's like, cause I got short legs. You got short legs. You ain't making it around outside from the desk. I'm sorry. Exactly. And then looks like we come to this, to this time you're in, where they're talking about how the senior Chang is just losing it. Like he's being super tough on them for no reason. But I'm trying to figure out what they can do to like make it end. And that's when they all turn to Jeff and like, you have to help us. You've got to be the one to convince him to stop. And Jeff's basically like, no. Yeah, he's like, if I can't convince you guys, what makes you think I convince him? And they're like, oh, you are good. And then Troy's like, wait, no, you are good. You are good at convincing. <laughs> so then we get the point where they're all telling Jeff that he needs to confront the Chang and tell Chang to take all this away because we're never going to be able to do all our homework or we're never going to be able to keep up with our classes. And then, like, Annie goes, like, she does this train, like, the baby train's leaving. She's the only one to do it. No one joins her. They're like, stop. The reason she does that is because they asked Jeff, uh, if you think Chang is giving us this much work, how do you intend to pass if you just want to slack off? And he goes, that's because I have you guys still. And then Annie goes, well, this gravy train is leaving. Choo, choo, choo. And Troy's like, don't listen to her. We're very serious. She's not. And then we got to the dean, the dean in his office looking at a donation 
like some guy dressed up as a Dalmatian on the internet. So I, like, I hope this doesn't awaken anything in me. And that and that we can pause right there because that is a actual first Easter egg reference for him saying, I hope this doesn't awaken anything in me. Because not only is he looking like at furry, like an, a guy dresses a full Dalmatian furry, he's also looking at like bestiality. He likes he basically he likes uh pet play. He likes people who are dressed as dogs and he wants to uh dominate them. But then also we get to the point of him saying, I hope this doesn't awaken anything in me, because that's the third time he says that. This is the first time he says it, but then in the future episodes, when they repeat it, this is considered the third time. In the first episode, technically accounts if you origin it. The the origin stories, when he's in the mall and he picks up Shirley's lingerie, he goes, Oh, I hope this doesn't awaken anything in me. That's the first time ever. That's before community. And then the third time is, well, I think during the Mockingjay episode or during, um, I think it's Paintball. And he's like, I hope this doesn't awaken anything in me. Yeah. But he's like in the cafeteria. The Dean is by far one of my, it's, it's Abed, Dean, Troy, and then Annie, I want to say Jeff, and then Shirley Britta, and then Pierce. But then when you do like the new stuff, like if you really want to do it, it's it's Abed, Dean, uh, Hickey, um, Elroy, and Frankie. Like those are my those are my favorite cats. Like if they would have kept Professor Hickey all the way through season six to a set, I, I get it. You have to bring Elroy on. Professor Hickey left. He had other stuff to do. He was filming Breaking Bad and all that. But if you would have kept Professor Hickey, man, it would have been like a really great carry on because he would have been there with Jeff too. You know. Because Jeff became Jeff became what he became, and he would have stayed with Professor Hickey, and they would have been like the only two to stay after, you know. But but it would have been good, Professor. Him and Professor Hickey are good friends. And then that too was saying about Dean. He walks out his office because the bed is green those days. He's like, "What's going on?" He's and it's. It's 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 the Irish version, but it's put in the Celtic letters. So at the end of days, D A Y E apostrophe. Okay. So it's like Green Day. Yeah. And then that, that, that scene, and we cut to Jeff walking into Chang's office, asking if he can ask a personal question, Senior Chang. And Senior Chang is like, you can ask, but you're never going to guess it. And then we're going to penetrate my psychological armor. Yeah. With your life through you, and he's like, hey, you're going to be. Woo. All he has to do is, be, literally, he literally looked Chang up and down and was like, your wife left you. How'd you do that? And you were the same shirt twice this week. And teaching us that esposa means liar. Esposa in Spanish means wife, guys, not liar. <laughs> That's fucking great, man. Mm. This is what I wanted to talk about right here, this scene. So I'm going to pause it here, too. So we get Abed and Troy in the, I want to say, you want to say basically in like the lab for like the animal lab, the animal study lab biology. Um, and they're doing a they're doing a project 
on teaching uh, teaching a rat or a mouse to communicate or do things that you tell it to do by singing a song. Now, the Easter egg for this episode is the cat. The mouse's name is named Fivo, and Fivo was actually a Disney mouse that travels from Europe to America. The song they're singing to the mouse is the song Fivo sings in his monologue in the movie of coming to America. And that's your first Easter egg with this. That's your first actual Easter egg when it relates to another show. They're showing you Bible, the Disney cartoon, the movie, compared to what Abed and Troy are doing here now. I think Jose froze. I think I froze too. Yeah, you froze. You're back now. You're back now. Yeah, you froze and my thing kept going. Yeah, we're in biology. That's what I said. La- I said la- I like I said animal lab, but it's biology, and then we learned later back there in biology again. But did you hear the Easter egg I said? America? Yeah, that that was actually a Disney movie yeah. that they made, and that they're reciting the Disney movie because Five O in the movie sings the song that they sing to uh, him, the somewhere out there. Five O sings that in the movie when he's on the on the little airplane, and so that's like that's our first Easter egg, like actual actual Easter egg to a show besides um everything we spoke about prior to this, like people from Breaking Bad in episode one with Albed, uh, Badger. Um, so this is our second actual movie reference here. And so we can continue now. Okay. Troy's afraid of rats. Yeah. And then he knocks the rat. <laughs> But you gotta come up here. Yeah. Like the senior Chang and Jeff and Chang's office. They were still talking about oh like Chang's been like giving them the toughest assignments. And then Chang's like, we should hang out. He's like, oh dang, just like oh dang, I've got so much work to do in my study group. And then Chang's like, yeah, I really gonna let you have it. And he's like, well, I said it's canceled for my new buddy, Jeff. Jeff's are like, great, everyone will be so happy. He's like, no, just for you. And that's where it comes to Jeff being selfish and just having his own self. Yep. In a sense. Technically, I mean, he did, uh, technically and technically not, he did try to go help the study group. But in the end, he he was like, if I don't got to do the work and they don't got to know I didn't do the work, it's a win-win situation. Yeah, see, that's the issue with Chang. He makes everything obvious. Yep. Let me cut to the next step. Jeff has his major hangover. He's making coffee. And everyone comes up to him. He's like, my head still hurts. My pupils are sensitive to light because he yelled at me so much. Oh, sorry, Alvin. I was choking on a pretzel. <laughs> <laughs> at least it's a pretzel. Ooh. And 
that's when Luna says he's hiding something. So see, Luna knows Jeff. Like she knows Jeff's game. You froze again, boss. Your 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 computer froze this time. Give it a second, guys. We're having technical difficulties. Jose has froze one more time. <laughs> oh, and now my camera shuts off. Oh, no, his camera shut off. Yeah, your camera's off now, but I can hear you. All right, guys, hold up. Give us one second. We're having technical difficulties. Give us one second. For some reason today, the cameras want to be behave, misbehave. Give us a second, guys. Is it me? I don't think it's me. My live is still going. It doesn't say I'm skipping or framing or anything. And my Wi-Fi connection over here, the stat says I'm getting getting upload. So it has to be him. I hope it's okay. We apologize for the inconvenience, guys, of this episode. I'm going to have to cut this piece out or try to figure out how to edit and cut this out. There you go. I can see you're well up. You're back. So, so, um, your choice, your choice. We are, I'm just pausing. I'm not pausing. I'm saying this out as a, as the podcast thing goes, we are at 20 minutes and the sign for the 10 minute mark has come up. So our choice is either finish recording as is and try to edit it or restart the episode and and start over. I mean, yeah, I mean, we could, we, we, we have 10 minutes left. There's only 12 minutes left of the episode. So if you want to continue, we can continue to keep doing the recap and breakdown as we, as we go. Cause the next, the next scene is uh Pierce and Shirley inside a uh, classroom and Pierce is trying to teach Shirley how to sell and speak in front of people. Her fear is uh, public speaking. Yes. All right. I mean, we can lightning speed this because I mean, pretty much the rest of the episode's pretty straightforward. Go ahead. Give us the give us the lightning let's rundown. Let's do it like this. Let's let's go. Let's start with uh, Shirley and Pierce and him teaching her how to do a speech. So she recently tried giving a speech in front of just Pierce, but she's still nervous about it, saying um and like and stuttering. This time in the third, Pierce is like, pretend you're basically handing out sandwiches. Cause like, you know, do all these movements, like basically like give them some, give them some, uh, oh, what's the term? Like some, I can't think of the word, but like show business them in a way. Yeah. Pizzazz them. I can't think of any other word. Pizzazz them. Thank you, pizzazz them. Literally couldn't think of the word. She tries to do it, and he's like, yawn, oh, basically mocking her. And then from that, the end scene, like, she's she's giving her speech, and he's in the room with her, with the class. She's nervous. She starts stuttering, and then that's when Pierce does the gesture, like, sandwich. And then, like, she knocks it out of the park. The next cap off would be we get to Professor Chang and he's in the stu- he's in the Spanish room. They're giving out he's giving out grades. He's giving out speeches. He says that he's in the abbreviation of ugly is feo and he talks to Abed 
And then he says the abbreviation for like dirty is sucio. And he points to Shirley and Troy saying that they're not dirty. They're just sucio. They're dirty. He's basically trying to say they're black without being racist. But that's why Shirley and Troy look at each other and they're like, oh man. So then he's like, everybody has to turn in. Everybody has to turn in their uh, report on Monday before the dance, before you go to the dance or whatever the case is. Um, And then he's like, except for my homeboy, Jeff, because he already turned in his essay. Uh, Jeff, I'll see you after class. And that's when you get the rest of the class turned back and looking at Jeff as if he's up to something, as if he did something. Um, And as they're walking out of the class, everybody confronts Jeff and saying that Jeff literally messed up because Jeff has been covering his own ass by hanging out with Chang. So that way he wouldn't have to do the work. But the class, the study group still had to do their work. And in return, it wasn't fair. So now they're all mad at Jeff. And like Jeff has a change of heart in a sense. So when they're at the dance, like when they're at the so Jeff brings Chang's wife to um at the dance, and like she's like, oh, he didn't want to, she didn't want to talk to me. And he's like, I didn't say anything about talking. So then they start dancing. They dance, they kiss, they make up. Chang runs on stage saying. I've been a horrible husband, blah, 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 and a horrible teacher. The homework and stuff is canceled, it's, except for maybe we should write up, um, I forget how many pages of how not to take t- advantage of a teacher, like a no. He froze again. Damn. Apologize, guys. If we apologize, give us a second. Give us a second. He froze. I don't apologize. But as he's frozen, as he gets back, uh, prior to what happens at the dance, Jeff and Chang are hanging out together. They're smoking a Cuban cigar. Uh, Jeff and Chang are overlooking everybody's uh, reports. They're making fun of the reports because they, they, Jeff says that the people sound so stupid as they're writing the reports. Uh, Chang makes fun of them. And then Chang starts talking about his breakup to Jeff and how he's sad, he's lonely, he's depressed. And Jeff's like, well, I can fix this for you. Just let me get, just give me one chance. Uh, and Chang is like, you better because nobody turns their back on me. I'll, like, I'll mess you up. And Jeff's like, don't worry, I got you. We cut to uh, the study group in the study room co- complaining about Jeff because they're doing what they're like, like, like we said, they caught them and they're upset. Um, as they're talking about Jeff and how upset they are, Troy, conf- I mean, Abed confronts Troy saying that he's not a good friend because he won't help him find 5 because he's the one who helped, who lost 5 to begin with. He opened the cage accidentally by running into it. And now they have to find Fivo, and then one of them says that Fivo might be off with a bunch of new people and a bunch of new friends and families that he might be even happier than he was before and shouldn't be in a cage. And we all know who that is. That's Britta. Uh, then we get to the dance. Of course, Jose told you about the dance, uh, how they make up, and he calls Jeff out. Um, and they make out, and they get, and his wife and him get back together. Jose also told you about Shirley and Pierce uh breaking down the conversation how shirley killed it because pierce was there for her and pierce gave her the sandwich hand gesture and after the sandwich hand gesture she was able to take over the class and speak publicly speak in front of everybody um troy and if you're wondering troy and abed do find five oh they they sing uh somewhere out there abed comes around finds a five oh and then troy comes around from the other corner singing the song helping troy and they get the rat and they put it back in the cage jose
I think Jose is like stuck in froze mode. I don't know what's wrong. He's stuck in froze mode and I feel so bad because, uh, you know, we have to keep talking and we have to keep pursuing the podcast, but I feel so bad that he's just frozen there. And I kind of want him to, I want him to explain and tell about the cutscene at the end. He is frozen, frozen. Let's see if we can get him on a video chat. Uh, just a call. Jose, can you hear me? Go from video to call. See if that works. I think he, I think, I think his stuff like froze completely. His computer might have crashed, or his or his camera might have crashed. I apologize, guys, for the inconvenience. <clears throat> I'm gonna keep the live going, but I'm gonna have to end the podcast right there uh, for this uh, segment for this half. So for the ending cutscene, I apologize. Um, Troy and I are sitting on the couch in the study room. They're about to play water gun uh, fight. Uh, Troy and Abed have big, big, big water guns, like gigantic water guns. They have goggles on, and they invited Pierce to play with them. Pierce walks into the room uh, before they're doing it, and Troy and Albert are looking at a map, setting up their equipment, saying that they're going to win. They're going to be easily be able to take out uh, uh, Pierce. Pierce walks in with a small, small water gun, like a small little water pistol, one of the orange ones you buy at the dollar store. Um, and Troy and Albert start laughing at him, saying that it, that better be the gun to like distract them while he pulls the big gun from his back to kill them. And as they're talking and making fun of him, he just points at them and shoots them in the face with the water gun. And we find that it's actually pepper water. And Pierce wins and he walks out. And that's the end of episode 10. Jose, are you there? I can hear you. Go to video chat. Turn your camera off and go to video chat. I can hear you and see you now. Like, yeah, turn your camera turn your camera off and go into like voice chat. That way I can, you, I can hear you better. Turn the yeah, I can hear you now. I can hear you. Like you froze and everything went and crashed earlier. Yeah. All right. So say the Are outro. You, you got. You got. You got thirty seconds to say the outro. Huh? Thirty seconds to say the outro. Wait, and that's a road on consumed by TV. Follow us on consumed by TV on Instagram and follow Lexi on Apartment Block. One hundred one five on Twitch TV. Only See ya. <laughs> It kind of broke it in and out. Thank you for thank you for watching Consumed by TV. Thank you for joining us live on today's episode. If you are here, thank you for tuning in and streaming in with us. Appreciate it very much. Follow us on all social media on all platforms. Make sure to follow us on Consumed by TV at the Instagram. Make sure to follow me on Twitch uh, twitch.tv slash follow back on five. Thank you for tuning in. Appreciate it very much. And enjoy. Find us wherever you find your podcast on Apple, Google, and more. Have a great day, guys. Take it easy and have a great night, Earthlings.